Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm in conversation with an accomplished lady from Calcutta, Parul Bajoria. Parul, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It is a pleasure to be with you, Ashutosh, on The Brand Called You. Thank you. And, uh, Thank you. Uh, Parul is the founder of a social enterprise called Miharu, and she's also the recipient of the FOSME Outstanding Women Entrepreneur Award. So Parul, let's talk a little bit about Miharu. Tell me about this organization. Hmm. Miharu is a social enterprise, and we work with local artisans of my district, which is Bakura, to bring out the crafts in a contemporary way for socially con- conscious customers around India and the world. Okay. So, and, uh, you know, uh, tell me a little more about the kind of work you are doing and uh, you know, what exactly does the organization do? Okay. Uh, my love for creativity was very high. So when I uh, started exploring what I wanted to do, I found that the local artisans of the Bakura district were very rich in handicraft and handling. Mm-hmm. So, uh, though these were popular, but there was more scope of taking the products to the next level through intervention, like, you know, making products which were more uh, appealing to the customers of today. Mm-hmm. So, this is exactly where we came in and we worked with the artisans to keep the designs basic and yet uh, make them uh, functional products and bring them to the market. Mm-hmm. So, we have been working with 4,000-year-old Dokra craft, the traditional Baluchari weave, and um, with a group of ladies wherein we teach them how to combine different crafts to make jewelry for women of today. Very interesting. And, you know, as you've built this organization, what have been some of your key challenges and some of your key learnings? Uh, I believe challenges are something which are always welcome. Like, uh, it's been almost a decade now that I've been into this uh, uh, work of uh, working with the artisans. Mm-hmm. So every step in itself was a challenge till we crossed it. Okay. So we started with um, uh, building trust with the artisans because these artisans for years have been exploited and you know mm-hmm. means given designs and then you know not being given orders properly and these kind of things. Mm-hmm. So building up that trust with the artisan was a challenge, but then um, with patience and perseverance. Perseverance, we could build that, and then later on, uh, getting the products to the market, being able to reach out to the uh, audience because without uh, um, being available, where will the people buy it from? So that is also an entire science in itself to say because we need to have proper website, we need to have proper channels, we need to advertise. So mm-hmm. uh, I believe when you are uh, a business uh, into entrepreneurship, every step that you build up is a challenge and uh, once you cross that new challenges come forth uh, which uh, require you to grow if you want to grow you need to meet more challenges and accept them learn and grow very interesting and you know you mentioned that you have uh, been helping a lot of the artisans even talking you spoke about some art arts that have been there for 4000 years can you give me some examples of how your intervention has helped to uh, save some of the crafts or at least revive some of the crafts? Surely. Uh, 
Dokra craft is a 4000 year old craft basically it is use of recycled brass to make products in a furnace so uh, our artisans are very skilled they've been given many awards for the work they are doing but they stuck to the traditional products of making the horses and the elephants which are also beautiful and in demand but apart from that there is a market where they can which we can explore that is you know if we make these products a little functional like say photo frames or uh, i could show you like these are uh, dogra tea light holders mm -hmm. so okay. they were already making deers now we converted them into tea light holders so they became more functional and usable in in apart from being decorative like these are the photo frames okay in dogra yeah. so earlier they were only doing decorative things but with our intervention we have taught them um, to make products which can be used by individuals uh, they have learned how to uh, we have also been uh, able to get orders from big retail chains so we have taught them that art of uh, doing mass scale production in a definite size because uh, otherwise they were doing it in all kind of sizes and uh, we have also been about uh, we have also brought about a marriage of different kinds of crafts like even we have combined wood craft and dokra craft to make wall hangings um, to make photo frames so uh, and the jewelry that we are making they are, they are also very unique because we use kind of uh, patwa work wire wrap dokra craft to make these unique pieces so in this uh, the traditional arts from our district is also utilized and the jewelry which is coming up is also very unique and beautiful and appealing very interesting so you know given the fact that you said you were very young when you were interested in this you know uh, my question to you parul is that what was your motivation to dedicate a whole life to uh, a social enterprise first and foremost uh, i think my passion drives me which is uh, uh, i love creativity and anything which is uh, creative and to create something more from it is something which uh, uh, really gives me a lot of inner happiness mm -hmm. so when i saw these crafts it was like where have i come our culture our indian culture is so rich and we've got so many beautiful crafts when you go to the cluster where these artisans are practicing these crafts you can see the richness of the work that they are doing and it and it really needs to be bring what about to as many more people so all those who want to do it, it is, there is scope for everybody so that is exactly where i came in i love the crafts i worked with the artisans i bought in some different kind kinds of products and now you know we are um, selling it throughout india and exploring the possibilities we are collaborating with designers with other craft houses so uh, my passion lay into that fact that you know it is so creative so beautiful and then you know uh, i also wanted to use be useful to somebody Mm. so this was the sector since i was uh, i had done fashion designing so i knew that this was the sector where i could put in my talent and time and then the passion together to do something so uh, for me working it's not like working it is like my way of life hmm very interesting so you know given the amount of work you are doing with so many artisans and you're giving them a voice and an ability to learn what are some of the key areas that you have seen you have created a major impact in other than of course new designs yes of course we did design intervention we uh, improved we worked we worked on this skill mm -hmm. and 
so what we did is we provided them with design we provided in them them with the market so they could work on their own um, without worrying about work means we provided them with a the regular work the regular income so that you know uh, they could do their work without worrying about you know taking it to the market so in general just that you know that struggle of uh, what should we produce where should we sell it especially during covid as you know we all know that the artisans could not go to the exhibitions melas they were confined so the artisans with whom i was working i made sure that you know that continuous flow of work was being given to them so that you know we could um, um, market it online and they could uh, maintain their own uh, simple lifestyle that they were maintaining very interesting and a lot of these artisans are men or women both yes so we have these men who are the artisans we have still trained groups of women in various clusters to teach them how to make the jewelry so uh, these women now who are making jewelry they get a little bit of their pocket money which and which they use it for their own needs and fulfill the needs of their children some medical needs and all and it has given them a lot of confidence inner happiness so that you know they are it is there they have done it so that that confidence and empowerment that it has given the women is what is our earning very interesting and with the more money in their hands uh, there must be a major social change happening in every village yes we are working with around 50 women so um, their lifestyle is changing and uh, they are Uh, because it's kind of their uh, their own money the little bit of money that they are earning it is their own money so the way they are spending they are becoming independent they are also becoming net savvy because during covid we are unable to meet them so we ship the raw materials through courier delivery couriers courier services and pick up the ready products so every day you know we do the training through whatsapp then we see how they have made through again internet so uh, there is a lot of women empowerment which is happening because of the technology and all the other facility which are becoming more important in uh, today's world fantastic and is this also leading to more education at the level of their children yes to some extent yes so uh, they still think that they would want to bring their children back into their own craft or uh, will the children want to go into other areas of course nowadays i think there is a lot of scope apart from just doing that craft because they can become micro entrepreneurs the children themselves with the exposure that they are getting mm. um with the internet coming to everybody's doors mm. uh, the artisans and these women are all becoming very net savvy like mm. uh, we ask them to click pictures when they are doing some kind of craft so that we can bring it to the world that this is people who are doing it with the hand mm. so first they send us just their pictures then we guide them you know you must send us something better then when i take them a step ahead they take two steps ahead and you know they will just uh, kind of edit it and paste two three pictures together and send it back to us so it is the children also who are coming in between they are getting, getting education exposure mm. and uh, uh, apart from doing the craft itself they can see a kind of entrepreneurship also which can rise among them okay and you know one more question relating to how you are empowering women i've i've seen and spoken to many people that once women get empowered in a village while on the one side their economic situation improves significantly there is also a lot of resistance from the village elders 
uh, you have any experience in this i i don't think we have um, come across that as of now because uh, uh, it is all work from home and uh, we haven't got the women really out of their home so that they are doing anything which could really put they are doing from their home as of now past two years so um, uh, such kind of obstacles or obstructions have we not come across as yet Okay. And nowadays, I think people are changing. Uh, uh, it is changing through all stratas uh, of society. A change is coming about. So uh, people are accepting the new ways of life. Very interesting. Uh, and you know, if you think back when all these people were doing their craft before you got involved, there must have been middlemen who must have been picking up their products and going and selling in the market. uh the moment someone like you comes in with a little more organize, organization to market the products did you face any resistance from uh, people who used to sell earlier people who used to sell earlier not really not really i did not face any resistance because uh, uh, i was not uh, trying to open a shop where they had a shop or anything like that we were on net like uh, all other people and we were selling at our own Uh, i also being a women internet was my main mode where through which through the social media through facebook and my own website this is how we networked and so uh, resistance uh, definitely not but yes from the artisans they were not very ready to do what we wanted them to do so we had to uh, build our designs according to what they were doing and even today we do because we like to respect their own talents mm. and uh, so now we have built a lot of trust with them and uh, we are um, we are happy working with us so yeah okay and any plans to scale up your organization beyond west bengal we are already doing it pan india right now with being on all the major hand handicraft sites in india mm. like okay we are also sellers to retail big retail chains like fab india mm. and uh, surely um, uh, we would like to go global if we we are looking for team partners who could uh, who are technically Uh, talented enough to help us go global okay but you are not planning to look at handicrafts uh, in from other states i think we need to work a lot right now on uh, bakura district only because bakura is too, too rich in handicrafts and handicrafts like uh, bell metal terracotta have yet been left unexplored by us when uh, we reach a stage where we are able to take dobra and valuchery to global stage we would definitely like to incorporate uh, all these craft like the bamboo wood craft which are there in my district already uh, as raw material for the jewelry and make a mixed media kind of jewelry collection and take it global so let me move to the next segment of our conversation which is a uh, few questions for you personally i think i have time for three or four questions yeah my first question is that uh, you know given all your interests and given all the things that you have been doing um what are some of the core values you believe in the core values that i believe in is first is to be fair mm-hmm. we need to be fair to our people to our customers we need to work hard nothing comes easy like it is not like you know we can just and i also believe in allowing people to learn and grow together i believe in growing together so we it my artisans be it by in house team uh, we learn, wherever we have make mistakes we try to learn from them and then together we grow okay and uh, from where you stand today 
uh, as you look back and as you look ahead, what does success mean to Parul? Success to me at this point, I am at a juncture where I, for me, success only means the maximum life that I can, you know, bring a change about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that is my only motto that uh, uh, whatever I can do in such a way that uh, maximum, whatever maximum uh, number of people we can reach and improve their life, uh, that is what uh, I desire. Okay. And my next question is that who or what inspires you? I think all the humans, we humans, uh, we are here to do something. I mean, everybody has a purpose. Mm. Like if I have been given so many good things by God, I need, I need to give it back in some format or the other. So I, the next, this is what I said that I, I am a creative person and I thought through creativity is the way where I could give back to the society. So that is what inspires me every day, you know, that uh, since we have been given, we have to give back. What is it that we can give back? Mm-hmm. That is uh, the thing which really inspires me. Mm-hmm. And another thing which um, inspires me is the rich cultural heritage of our country, which, you know, it creates kind of, uh, we have been so rich in uh, all the things that we have done. We can explore it like, um, and create so many new things. We have so many things to learn and tell the world about. So that is exactly what we are trying to do. Wonderful. And part of my last question to you, uh, you are the recipient of the FOSME Outstanding Women Entrepreneur Award. Tell me what is FOSME and what got you this award? When I started working with uh, the artisans of Bakura district mm. and working with the weavers of the Baluchiri we, uh, with these talented weavers, we created products because see, like the Baluchiri weave traditionally only had sarees. Mm-hmm. With the help of the weavers, we created uh, clutch bags, Baluchiri uh, cushion covers, we created dupattas, we created... Um, with Dokra, we created products like photo frames, bookends, which were not there. So this intervention, which led to innovative products, mm-hmm. which were functional and could be used by individual as well as corporates. Mm-hmm. That is exactly where our work with the artisans to take this uh, crafts into altogether uh, a bigger platform, expose it to the, the, because internet has now become a window to the world. Mm-hmm. So that is exactly where uh, so DIC office, in the DIC office, we had uh, Mo Ma'am who was really impressed by the way we were working with the artisans. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is how we were nominated for the Fosfate Award. And Wonderful. Uh, Parul, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure speaking to me, to you. Thank you for taking me down this journey of all the amazing work that is being done in, the hand, in handicrafts in Bankura. Uh, thank you again for telling me all, everything that Miharu is doing. So uh, good luck and all the best. Thank you so much, Ashut Ozji, for giving me an opportunity to talk about whatever we are doing with the artisans and the story of the artisans. Uh, and uh, thank you to your organization, organization, the brand called you. And uh, wish you all, all the best. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the brand called you videocast and podcast platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. 
do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.